Yo, 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 Steve Mack checking in. This is another episode of the Bro Code Podcast. If you don't know by now, we just go around the web and we take topics that speak to us. It may be popular topics. It may be a meme. It may be a video. But things that we think we can add our input on so we can uh, just kind of contribute to the culture to uh, start a new conversation. And, yes. you know, from two guys with just interesting perspectives. <laughs> so I'm in the building, man. I got Steve Mack. Y'all know who I is. And I got who with me? Fremont Jackson. Check the IG because that was probably your baby mom in the last post. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This week. We jumping into it was something that LaFleur, Mr. Gucci, Big mm-hmm. Gucci, Mr. Zone Six, so that icy. Old Press Avenue. East Atlanta Santa. East Atlanta Santa. <laughs> right. It was something that he posted. Um, just kind of regarding his marriage, and I think it was pretty interesting. So we're gonna go ahead and break that down. Let me read it to you. Gucci posted a picture of him and Keisha. You know, his wife that he's been with for some years throughout his ups mm-hmm. and downs. Yes. Um, if you guys don't know about Gucci, if you just kind of getting up on Gucci, I'm talking about Gucci like the original Trap King Gucci. Huh. Right? Gucci was probably the, the, the best example of what toxic masculinity was. <laughs> he said at one point he was smoking a pound of weed a week. Um, he Man. was getting locked up. I can remember a couple summers ago. They had to be about five or six years ago. Um, this was actually after him getting out of jail. Somebody was asking for a picture. This was in Harlem Nights. This was downtown Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Somebody was asking him for a picture. He told the guy no. The guy rebuttal. Gucci hit him upside the head with a bottle. Went back to jail for that. A little bit. I'm not sure if it was before or after. He got in trouble for kicking a woman out of his Humvee. Literally, <laughs> the car was in motion. Like... Literally kicked the ass out of the car. Lemma. Uh, and, if, and, if, and if to even take it back before that, Gucci is probably one of the only rappers outside of Soldier Boy that I legitimately know killed somebody. Right? right? If you guys yes. don't remember the story, he had an ongoing feud with rapper Young Jeezy. Snowman. Um, yeah, Mr. Snowman. They was going back and forth. Um, and they said Gucci was in some apartment, I think with a dancer maybe. Some mm-hmm. guy bust in with the intentions of robbing him. Gucci somehow wrestled the gun away or something like that and killed the guy. He rapped about this recently. I think if, you know he dropped so many damn albums. He dropped uh, it when it when it first happened. It was yeah, amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he <laughs> definitely mentioned it. That um, had a lot to do too with solidifying him in in other no, areas. No, 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 no. It, it did. So that's that. my whole point, right? Gucci was really about that life. Gucci, Gucci's real. Whether, whether you like Gucci or not. Whether you like Gucci, Gucci is or not. Real. And he's cool with Pete. Like, that's his man's QC. You know what I'm saying? Like, a, 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 man, a, exactly. So. Um, but we all know what Gucci is now, right? Gucci slimmed down. Gucci got a six pack. Gucci mm-hmm. out here wearing Gucci. Gucci out here riding bikes. Right, he out here, and I'm talking about like the classy Gucci, right? Like the, the form Yeah, I'm talking about the form fitting Gucci. Um, gotcha. And then it became a conversation because his wife stayed through it all. Yeah. Right? And it's a conversation around what's the thin line between riding for a person and waiting for them to fulfill their potential or just being a stepping stool and just being like a doormat, right? And waiting for someone to reach their potential when they may or may not ever reach that potential. So this is what the meme says. Everyone wants this, but what y'all forget 
She was with Wild Gucci, on drugs Gucci, Keating Gucci, in jail Gucci, publicly out there with other women Gucci. <clears throat> this is Gucci after therapy and rehabilitation. <clears throat> this is a street man groomed in his 30s after he's been at his lowest point. Point is, this is a rider who knew what she signed up for. <clears throat> you bitches is with the next nigga after a couple fights. What you think about that, Fremont? Well, I'm gonna I'm go ahead and, and, and talk from that particular perspective. Like when you say when you say a rider, the problem with some women is they think they riders. You know what I'm saying? But they might be side chicks. You know what I'm saying? Or they might just be some a jump off. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. See, the the thing that made his wife his now wife a rider is throughout that situation. You looking like this nigga big? He doing drugs? He wilder? Why is this beautiful business-minded woman with him? Because that beautiful business-minded woman is the only person that can pull that love out of him. And she doesn't even have to pull. When he's around her, he instantly, for some reason, it's like, you know what? I need to be like this with this woman. I need to be like that with that woman. So if we believe in marriage and unions of God, soul ties and soul mates, and that would mean that if you think about it, the street nigga might be one of the most emotional things ever to really come out. So I say this to say, <clears throat> The idea of what what he was then, he couldn't even see all the beauty that he was, and that's what's awesome, man. And that's how you know you know what God loves when you're in these situations, when you're in the street like that. You know what I'm saying? And people know you for a certain particular thing, when your time is invested in certain businesses. Most women want you for what they see or what they know you are. So when you find a woman that's got something, she might even have a little more than you. Or she right there with you, or she right here, it's like that. It's like this woman is beautiful and she loves you. So in your mind, you like, she ain't got like, why she love me? You know what I'm saying? Then you find yourself being your government name. You know what I'm saying? I say that to say you're not the person that people know what they call you. You know what I'm saying? Your name's Steve, you Steve. You Gregory, now you Gregory. You know what I'm saying? You're not Fremont, you're not Gucci, you're Radrick. You know what I'm saying? And Radrick is nice. Radrick is like, you know what, man? Through damn near out of 24 hours of the day, 20 hours of it, I had to be Gucci. But when I met her, I four hours of the day, I can be Radrick and I can spread this out. Then it gets to the point where it's like it needs to be more than four hours. So the idea of her knowing that she was already set in place monetarily, she had her own thing going. He didn't just give her the money because she was cute. She was already working gigs. She already had businesses going as well as doing the videos. So he knew that this woman loved him and knew if I give her this two million she gonna do something with it because of what she did with my heart. When I met, when he met her, he saw that in her, like, she wasn't just some, being a rider doesn't mean you meet a man that you like and regardless of everything that you see that makes no sense, you continue to dump your time in. That makes you stupid. That's not a rider. A rider is a woman that can discern qualities in a man and say, that's the one worth, worth investing in. He has a plan. He has drive. He's already started. So think about this. If he gave her two meals when he went in, how much was he working with prior to? That means he might not even had a meal up until that point. He could have been working up to his first meal. So we in Atlanta, Cassie got money. So that means it was more niggas with money than him that she could have been with. But she stayed with him. Then he took all that he had, which was the two, and gave it to her. Why? Again, because of where the place she had in his heart and the fact that she was the only vehicle that he could probably be himself too. And then he gave this woman that money and she tripled it. So that and, 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 and go ahead and elaborate about the money. Go check, let, check it. Yeah, let's people know what happened. 
like I said, you know what I'm saying, Gucci had two million, you know what I'm saying, from what, we, what, what, I, what I've investigated. Two million that he gave to the woman, as I said, in, in one of the memes as well. Now she took that and flipped it to six million. Now also, I was watching a interview. What she also did, they got up every morning and worked out while he was in jail. Now if you've been locked up, you know how it works. You know what I'm saying, they put you in bed, you get up at three, you eat, put you back in bed at 3.30, you know what I'm saying, if you got a program, you get up at seven, plus your workouts, you get back in the bed about eight, nine, keep you in the bed or in your cell or not by three, four hours, bring you back out to eat lunch. So, excuse me, what he had to do, and you had to get to the phones, depending on how many phones in the dorm or the, or, or the, or the cell or whatever spot you're at. So this woman got up every morning once, once they set this regimen. He would call her. He had to get to the phones, Gucci or not. It's real, all the real niggas in there, he's in jail. He has to get to the phone, call her. She has to be up and ready, irregardless of whatever her day was prior to. And she worked out with that man with that man. Think about that. Not only did she take the money, she could have took the money and dipped or took the money and not called him. But she didn't just take the money and grow it. She took the man and grew it. Think about that, man. Think about that. She didn't stop and say, Hey, Redrick, you know, you keep fucking up. You you got you off a little bit mentally, you stay on that shit, and I'm just I'm just gonna take this two mil. And I thank you, but you know, you I can't keep doing this with you. No. Just like when the man he was, she saw the Gucci he is now. She was like, Boy, I, I know what you got in you. You know what I'm saying? All, right. all the other, you know what I'm saying? All the, all the other women were feeling more like now, like, oh my God, I don't I don't need to be that. Why would I want to be with that? You feel me? This woman saw that. So what women need to understand is being a writer does not mean that a writer is not a woman that finds a man that she likes visually, and then feels like I'm going to keep doing whatever he asks until he fucks me over. A writer is a woman that has a discernment to see the business plan, the model of the man, and know that investment in this man is the way to go. She has to see past the right now. I feel like a lot of women, when they see men, they can't see past the right now. Yeah, and, I, and, 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 and I'm glad you answered that because literally what I was about to ask you is, uh, because you mentioned a few seconds ago, was the word discernment, right? Mm -hmm. And how many women can we line up that will say, well, I thought I seen potential, right? I, I, I thought I seen potential, right? So how, and, and you just answered uh, some of the, partly uh, some of the question was mm -hmm. how do they discern um, from seeing something in this man versus the sex is good, the dick is right. good, and you know, the weather's changing, right? And I want nice. just something to lay up with. So now I'm telling myself, that I'm seeing something in them when in reality <clears throat> it may or may not be anything there. So you really just walking down a, a, a dead end road and you're about to waste everybody's time. Mm -hmm. um, what's a good way to, that, that they can discern like, okay, this man is really about his business. He's not just right. a, this a random nigga not really doing nothing with himself. Uh, specifically because I think I, 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 I was asking my wife that it yeah. was the same thing where it was just like, she always said, no matter what I was really doing, <clears throat> that she seen something in me. Yeah. Right? And I can remember asking, like, specifically, like, how do you quantify <clears throat> seeing something in you? Right? You because, because, you know, if, if, if she would have listened to her mother and the people around us, we wouldn't <laughs> be together. <clears throat> but she always knew she seen something special in me. And I think sometimes it could get dangerous when you're waiting for the people outside of your relationship to see something inside of your relationship, 
because they, 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 they don't they don't spend those intimate moments. The people that see me when I'm in school or when I'm out and about in the community, they see me through a certain lens, right? But the person that lays with you at night, that spends yeah. all of this time with you, it's totally through a different lens. But the problem is, we're listening to these people, and they're telling yeah. us who our partner is or who they aren't. And I think that can kind of cloud the judgment. So. Uh, how do you think they just do a little bit of discernment so we can actually make it a physical thing? Well, I want to touch, I want to definitely uh, piggyback off of what you said, and you're right. You know, it, it can be dangerous, you know, when, you, when you're waiting on uh, a third party to verify the love that you have for someone. All right. Now, how can a woman, how does she know, right? How do I know? How do I know? This is very simple to figure out. Planning. All right. Planning. You have to, a lot of women I deal with, <clears throat> some women that I, a lot of women I speak to, some women are very good at compartmentalizing, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm just fucking him. I'm just doing that with him. I'm dealing with him. I'm possibly thinking about dealing with him. He got some bread, I'm doing that. So at that, with that thought process, they gauge what questions they ask. Throw that shit all the way out the window. Ladies, sisters, ladies, listen. Throw that shit out the window. You have to ask probing questions. In order to have the true discernment of the man, you have to ask questions. Very simple. A woman could see a man and be like, uh, something even more simple. You can ask a man how much money will he how much money do you think he need to stop doing whatever you're doing or to be comfortable, right? If a nigga tell you anything, if a nigga tell you, let's say three, let's say, let's say he said anything under any three point five, anything over three point five, you know what I'm saying, you can work on. I feel like a motherfucker's like 3.5 million, that's a problem. When you think about bills, homes, family, and everything it takes, and taxing, that's taxes on a life with a wife or a woman and two kids. So minus the kids, and then just think about the wife, vehicles, and a home. That gives you an idea in the mind. Second of all, let's go back to probing questions. What probing questions do is that allows you to see what his plan is. He could roll up on you, he could have, he could have a new, the new bench joint or the new Tesla joint with the Ferrari wings on that. You feel me? Nice home, awesome job, right? That does not mean he is a good man and it does not mean that he can plan well. What that means is he can make money, all right? So now by you investing in him, but thinking that you want a certain romance or a lifestyle, that is a problem. What, what you know is he can make money. So you need to be able to weigh what that means in your life, right? You need another man. <clears throat> he has like, he works a nine to five, he makes maybe, let's say he makes 45000 a year. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, but he has a plan. And his plans, the things that you're asking him, they seem to be coming into play. You haven't seen it yet, but you're hearing it. They seem to be coming into play. So once the man is telling you what he's doing, you then have to test it, see what he's doing. So if he is, well, you know, I want to I want to rap, uh, I want to cook, and I want to uh, I want to be a party promoter, okay? All right. And then you hang around all day and he's playing Netflix and he's watching Netflix and he's smoking blunts, blunts all day. That's not the one. Or the million dollar cat. What you want to do? Well, I want to be a real estate agent. You know what I'm saying? And, and I want to own a, I want to own a club. But all he does is every time he makes money from whatever source, he spends it on buying more things to gain attention. All right. That is bad planning. You have to know that man's plan. Whichever man that a woman meets, and what he is saying is adding up to what you're seeing. You need to go with that. You know what I'm saying? You need I to like test. That. Yeah, you need to test that. And you also need to test his vice level. Vice level as far as can he control his dick? And I don't mean control like get hard. I mean like what can I say as a woman? Like bitch need to be like, bitch need to be like, what can I say 
that will possibly make him want to do something or make him not want to do something. You need to see if the business outweighs the pussy. Find an event or something that he is going to do and see a sexual outlet was that. If that man does comes full circle and is like, well, we can do this later, I need to do that, that's definitely another good sign. Uh, where does he see future and family? Now, that's my, I don't want to ask all these questions, but you can ask all these questions vocally in one conversation. You cannot do that comfortably uh, online or via text. Call a person, ask probing questions throughout a conversation. You can do this throughout one conversation. Don't ask them all at once because it's going to make them fucking uncomfortable. Ask them. Get a plan from that man. See the plan in motion. Because think about it, you know, bro. If you're really doing something and, and, you, and you fuck with a chick, you won't show, she won't see something. You won't be like, even if you pull up on her, she see the whip. I bet you know what shit. Let me, let me show her the crib so she can see where I'm living. You're going to drive through the area like, yeah, this is where I live at. You're going to bring it to the crib. You know what? Just so she'll know how I'm getting it, I'm going to take it to the factory. Or I'm going to ride about a spot. Or I'm going to take it to the restaurant. Or I'm going to bring it to the office after hours and during hours so she can see I got keys. You feel what I'm saying? You have to put all those things, probing questions, weigh them, and test it to see what it looks like. I like that. I like that because th that, that literally just gave the lady something tangible. Yeah. Right? Because I think sometimes we get caught up on what someone says, their intentions, but you don't get, you don't get trophies for your intentions. You get trophies for winning games. Thanks. Right. You can have all right. If you want to be a real estate investor, that's cool. But I mean, I haven't seen you read one article. Right. You haven't bought one book. I ain't seen you on Zillow looking at uh, places. You just sitting around watching SportsCenter all day. You looking at fucking multimillionaires all day arguing over those games. They got their millions already, bro. And they getting and, paid while they talking. And they getting paid while they talking. Right. So I think that's a way that they can tangibly gauge his level of, 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 of commitment, right? And then from there, follow that up with some strong action. And he doesn't, like you said, you don't have to be in a position where you're even able to afford an investment property yet. Mm -hmm. but, if, but, but a book costs about $10. You got no. $10 for a book, right? You, to, to, you, you, smoke, you smoke, eat, and drink $10. You, you smoke, drink, and eat $10 three times a day. Fact. Right? So, so, so I, I really like that. And, and before we go, I do want to touch on the fact of you know, between what Gucci said and the very popular meme and the thing that's going around now, and I think you mentioned it before we click record, is what level of suffering Ooh. should women have to go through to achieve this level of love? I mean, do they have to go through someone cheating? Do they have to go through someone's uh, drug addiction? Should I, should I have to heal you? What level of commitment should I have um, to you while you're going through all of these things because in the lady's defense, if the shoe was on the other foot, you know, if she got four kids by four different baby daddies, her credit score mm -hmm. is 502, mm -hmm. you know, uh, she can't keep a job. That right? shit ain't even 520, 502. Yeah, you know, you know, can't qualify for nothing. Um, right. I'm not sure, you know, how many men would stick around and try to build her unless you just have all these tangible things. So at what point are we seeing the king in somebody and their potential for where they are versus not being the dummy and not being stepped on? And this is very simple. Or, you know, it, it, or is that the game that we play? And that is the roll of the dice and is what you have to endure. 
very simple. Uh, it is not the game that we play, and it's not something you have to endure. And in the general sense, let's remove the idea of, well, girl, and no shit, nobody had to put you through that. Nobody put her through nothing. She stayed. She wanted to be there. You, you know what? And you know what he said in the quote? He said, point is, this is a rider, and she knew what she signed up for. You know, sometimes we sign because up for shit, she knew. and then and then we like, oh, you knew you married a street nigga. Right? You knew you married a guy so or got into a relationship with somebody with an attitude. You accepted the cover, you accepted the job. Yeah. You took the you saw the cover letter. Cover letter told you that it entailed customer service, it told you that it entailed accounting, it told you that it entailed bank, and it told you that it entailed direct, direct communication with clients, right? Then you get to the job, you know what I'm saying? And then you like, yo, listen, like, oh, uh, and it told you they paid you 120000 uh every six months. You feel me? No, monthly salary, nigga, 120000 a month. So you get there and you're like, I know this is 120,000 and I know the job that came with being a, a, a comptroller or whatever, whatever, but uh, you know, she knew what she was signing up for. She knew that Radrick was worth, she knew that Radrick was a great man. Radrick was a loving man. Radrick loves my kids. Radrick loves me and Radrick completes me. She knew that Gucci, that nigga, Gucci will lay anything down that would touch this family. Gucci gonna get that money. They can try to take Gucci away for life. Gucci gonna get out and Gucci gonna put his heels in the necks of these motherfuckers and make sure that we don't never fall and that they don't never treat us like they ever did when we didn't have. You know what I'm saying? And then she say, I know what I got. I know what I can do because this shit is already together. I've not really dealt with all these other men, but if I see on Rachel like that and I keep him, but if I can, if I increase the voltage on the turn up that is Rachel, and Gucci, we're gonna be getting together forever. And look what happened. She gets to be a wife. She gets to be a mother. She gets to be that bitch. You know what I'm saying? She gets to be respected in all of those realms at one time. You know what I'm talking about? And, and, and that's what it is, man. The understanding of the person. You know what you signed up for. When you got that job, you knew the title. You know what I'm talking about? And they gave you a rundown. They gave you, you know what I'm saying? When you get an offer letter, say everything that you're gonna do with the job. You sat down and spoke to these people, you were aware of it. She knew the job, and she knew it paid her a million dollars a month, and she was motherfucking with it. And now she is reaping the benefits. How do women gauge whether or not they should deal with it? Very simple. If you take what you have, and you think about what you want another person, that man to deal with, you need to be willing to deal with that same thing. If your mama tripping, if your kid's bad, if your brother on that shit, you know what I'm talking about? If your mama got bread and, and has to dig, you know what I'm saying? Your kid's spoiled as fuck, and your brother got bread, and his motherfucking uh, uh, mouth is, is, is flying. You know what you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? The woman has to have that clear idea of, I know this man. You know what I'm saying? I know what I want. And if he willing to deal with that dumb shit, I'm going to take what come to him. Because he need to be the man that know how to tell you to deflect your mama who tripped. He need to be the man that, that know how to, like, look, we're going to cushion this money. Your brother wants to deal with He need to be the man to be like, say, I love these kids, but look, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to just stop putting my hands on your kids, but when your son do this, then the third, I should, you know, we need to pop him so he don't do this, then the third. He has to have that plan. So take, sister, what you want and what you have in your problems. Weigh that out. If you're willing to deal with that from somebody else, do your thumb. If I like not, that. Don't feel bad. Move on. I like that. I like that. Nice way to tie yeah. it on up, man. So I think we came through with some tangible things for the ladies and some men, you know, where we can... Um, listen to some of these points and take them back and hopefully have stronger relationships, man. So once again, 
Steve Mack checking out another episode of the Broco Podcast. Make sure you find us on Instagram. That is at the Broco. That's D-A-B-R-O code underscore. Find us at the same thing on Facebook. Steve Mack checking out. Oh, yeah. Fremont Jackson yeah. in the building. Y'all follow him. Say, man, I know, where you, I know where you live. I'm going to be at your crib. You know what I'm saying? And I'm about to play with the motherfucking kids. You understand? <laughs> hey, there we go. Hey, kids. One love. <laughs> Until next week, y'all. Peace and love.